there is nothing worse than potential unrealized. We all have things that hold us back. What if we could find a way to get us unstuck? I'm Lachelle Weeby, and I am going to walk alongside you as you make the decision to get unstuck. Tune in as I help you realize that you are not alone, inspire hope, and offer practical solutions to help you step boldly into the life that you are meant to live. Welcome to the Untuck Podcast, and you guys are going to get to spend some time with me today while I have a confession that I have to share with you. You see, this is the Untuck Podcast, right? And we are a group of people who feel held back in our lives, and we know we're made for more, and we're ready to figure out whatever it is that's holding us back from the inside or the outside circumstances, preventing us from really living out our greatest potential and, and living out our greatest purpose. Well, here comes a confession, you guys. The host of the Untuck Podcast has actually been crazy stuck for the last couple months. And it's been a really, really hard thing to admit, especially when you're somebody who actually has a podcast called the Unstuck Podcast. But I think that the whole purpose of doing this is to help people who feel stuck and give you practical solutions and hope that you're going to get through it. And I think that I'm finally to a point where I am not stuck anymore and that I'm ready to share my journey, share with you the things that I was experiencing, know that you are not alone if this is something that you've been experiencing throughout this COVID situation, and maybe what expectations you had for the year 2020, and give you the hope that you too can get through this. So I think the first thing that I really had to do in order to get unstuck in this is to really acknowledge the fact that I was stuck. And knowing that I felt like I was in a quicksand and I didn't know how to dig myself out of it. And I think that when we feel stuck or when we feel specifically held back, we know that we don't want to be there, but we want to be moving forward. And this whole time I knew that I wanted to be moving forward, but I didn't know how. And so again, the first step was really for me to acknowledge the fact that I am somewhere where I don't want to be. And I think that really what made me feel stuck in this moment was that all of the things that I had been doing that were working really well, all of a sudden weren't working anymore. I was still setting my alarm an hour early. I was still doing my exercises. I was still doing my affirmations and my daily reading and my meditation and my prayer and my journaling and all the things that I had been doing. But for whatever reason, you guys, I was completely stuck with this lack of motivation, lack of direction really overwhelmed as far as what I wanted to do or where I wanted to go next. And if you've been there, it can feel really defeating because you feel like something's wrong with you. And I think that for a while there, I was kind of letting myself into this headspace where I should be stronger than this, which is ridiculous to think about when I encourage all of you guys to know that there's going to be things that you're going to face over and over again, but each time you're more equipped to do it. And so I have to remember that, that I'm not immune to this and that I probably got through it better or quicker than I would have if I hadn't been through the previous struggles that I had been through. See, I had these really big visions for 2020. I was ready to completely scale my business so that I could help as many people as I want to. I had a big goal going into the year 2021, and I knew that in order for me to do that, I was going to have to work smarter and not harder. And I also knew that I was going to have to get really, really good with my time management, which meant my systems and processes in order for me to be able to do that. Because quite honestly, I'm still a mom of two kids. 
I still have a husband who deserves my attention. I still have a career that I put in an easy 35 or more hours per week. And I'm running this business on top of that. I had an assistant from the Philippines that was helping me out. She was amazing. And I had learned about this program that would allow me some sort of um, automation. And I felt really strongly that this was the direction that I was supposed to go. And I decided to sign up for this course. And in quite honestly, like this course that I signed up for to help me with this automation was literally more expensive than my master's degree. So you can imagine that that was a really, really big decision. But I felt like this was the next step. This was the next step for me to scale. 2020 was going to be my year. And I signed up for this course and the course turned out to be a little bit different than what I thought it was going to be. It was less about automation and it was more about restructuring the way that I see my clients and in how I can serve them. And it was totally different than anything I'd ever done before. And it was totally outside what I felt was my authentic self, to be honest with you. But I also know that sometimes when we want to scale, when we want to see a different result, we have to be willing to do something that we haven't tried before. And so I thought, you know what, maybe this is what I need to do. This is what I need to get myself to take that quantum leap. And so I was in and I was game and I paid for it. And so I was going to do it. Looking back, though, I feel like it was not allowing me to be my authentic self. And I was not allowing me to show up in the world in a way that I felt like I was called to serve. And I think that 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 underlying conflict really kept me stuck because I didn't feel comfortable taking the direction that I was supposed to take. And there's a difference here, you guys. There's a difference between going out of your comfort zone and doing things that are scary. And there's a difference between doing things that are counterintuitive to what you know is true for yourself. And that's really where I was in this. But again, I spent all this money on this. And so I felt like I I had to see it through. Now, what was supposed to be a 12-week program turned into what would now be eight months at this exact point. And I hadn't gotten any further. In fact, I went backwards because I didn't know what to post. I didn't know what to say. I didn't know how to be. And it didn't align with who I was. And so I drug this out. At the same time, I consulted a friend of mine who is in marketing and got her feedback and she really encouraged me to just be myself. She said, you know, you are an amazing person and you have a lot to say and you have a lot of ways that you can serve people. So just be you. Don't put yourself in this box. Well, around the same time as this, this is terrible timing on my part, but again, I think that it led to the transformation. So we have to remember that all things are made for us and not happening to us and that life can be rigged in our favor. And I think that the timing of this, while it felt bad and uncomfortable and and all that stuff, I think it was necessary because what happened was we're in the middle of COVID and she gave me this advice and she's like, you know, stop just posting quotes and, and let people see the real you. Well, around that same time was when I got sick. And so I had to stop posting on social media because I didn't feel very well. I'm also at home on quarantine, away from work. My work situation was scary and people were getting burnt out and having to expose themselves. And I felt guilty for being home, even though I was sick. And so I didn't post anything on social media because I didn't want to be disrespectful of my colleagues that were at work. I didn't feel very well. And quite honestly, I didn't know what to say because of this program that I had been in and and how I didn't feel like it was my authentic self. And so here I was in the middle of all of this, and I completely stopped showing up on social media. And social media, honestly, is the biggest way that I'm growing my business right now. Now, something about me that I'm learning to overcome is the fact that I have a very much of an all or nothing mindset. 
And so what happened was because I didn't know what to post and I didn't know how to go about that and I wasn't feeling well, I stopped posting. And all of a sudden, I went from all to nothing. And what I know about myself is that when I go to nothing, it's really, really hard for me to get back going again. My motivation is really hard to overcome that initial inertia that's required for me to start and to do well. And I couldn't get there. And which is why oftentimes I keep as busy as I do because I know that if I drop off, it's really hard for me to get going. In fact, the joke that I kind of say to people is that I was really good at working out every day until Thanksgiving three years ago. And it's like something, you know, took me off of my routine and it was really, really hard for me to get back going again. And so here I was in this situation where I didn't have the motivation. I didn't know what to do. I was directionless. And then I let negative self-talk creep in. You guys, like it was bad. And all of the things that I teach you and all the things that I have been doing that have been working for years, all of a sudden stopped working. And that is a really, really scary thing to admit to you and my listeners, because I really want you guys to trust me. I want you to know that the things that I share with you are things that I've personally done and that they work. And all of a sudden they weren't. And so all of a sudden in my mind, this negative self-talk started to creep in. You're a fraud. Nothing that you have to say is of value. There comes the all or nothing mindset again. Now I was getting stuck into the trap of, all or nothing. I'm either success or I'm a failure. And then it spiraled into other areas of my life. I'm either a good mom or a bad mom. I must be a crappy mom right now. I'm either a successful business owner or I'm not a successful business owner. I'm either a successful leader or I'm a failure as a leader. And all of these all or nothing mindsets really kept me from being able to move forward. Now, the other interesting part of this is that I, in my prime of expanding myself and expanding my business, I was discovering that this entire world of social media was allowing me access to people that were part of my tribe. They are the people, you are the people who love to learn and grow, that want to continue to push yourself to the next level. You want to be the best versions of yourself, but sometimes we get things that kind of hold us back a little bit, but we don't want to stay there. And so I started to previous to all of this, really be connecting with all of these amazing people through LinkedIn and Facebook and Instagram. And I was having these Zoom meetings and I was getting to know these people and they were just incredible people. And now all of a sudden I'm in this this rut where I'm feeling stuck and I pull on my social media on my phone and I only see are the people that are in my face doing amazing things. And While a couple months ago, I was like, oh my God, this is so amazing. I love what she's doing. She's part of my tribe. Go girlfriend. You're inspiring me. All of these things. Now, all of a sudden I got stuck in the comparison game. Wow. Look at her. Look what she's doing. Look at her overcoming. Look at how COVID isn't affecting her. Look at how she's showing up and leveling up and nailing this. And here I am on the couch. Can't get myself to do anything. Can't get myself to post anything. Don't want to do anything with my business what's wrong with me? And I didn't want to even have to face these amazing people that had just been inspiring me a couple of months ago. And, you know, I'm the host of the Untuck podcast, so I should be stronger than all of this. Like, why am I letting all of this get in my way? What is wrong with me? I thought I was stronger than this. And started to really get into my head and judging myself and blaming myself for the feelings that I was having. When in reality, All of us are given emotions. They're the way that we are supposed to 
experience and interpret the world. We're not supposed to shove it away or pretend like things aren't happening to us or talk us out of feeling a certain way. But that's what I was doing because I felt like I should be stronger than I was. And so I was shaming myself into feeling the way that I was. Now let's get to the fun part. Let's get to the part of this where I tell you how I was able to get unstuck because friends, none of us want to stay stuck. And I knew that I needed to do something in order to get me out of this. And so the first thing that I want to say is that if you have been successful in your life and all of a sudden you are brought into a season where you no longer are in stride or feeling like you're going in the direction that you want to go and you're starting to feel stuck, I want you to realize that that is a gift. What it is, it's an indication to you that you are about to level up, that where you've been is no longer where you're supposed to be. And in that is our shedding of our skin. It's the growing pain that we have to endure in order to be able to step up to that next step. And when we have been going along swimmingly, things are in stride, things are in flow, things are going well, and all of a sudden we get stuck, we think there's something wrong with us when in fact, it means that you're on the edge of that green, green grass ready to take that leap. And that when you are a successful person and you get sucked into a mind trap, it should be a sign to you that you are right on the verge of going into that next level that you're supposed to be. I can see that now. Now, the other thing that this opportunity of being stuck did for me was really shed light into the all or nothing mindset. I think that some of us that have that can get really, really easily trapped into good or bad, successful or failure. I can only be a good mom or a bad mom. I can only be a success or a failure. But the reality is, friends, is that that is not how the world actually works. Very, very few things are in the absolutes that we put those two boxes in. The reality is is that we live in a world of and. I can be a good mom and have a bad day. I can take a couple steps forward and be successful in my business in a day, and I can take a couple steps backwards. But that doesn't mean that I'm a failure as a business owner. I can be a good leader and I can miss the mark sometimes. And so we put ourselves in this category and we put other people in this category. We expect other people to be good or bad. We expect other people to be a failure or be perfect. And then we expect that of ourselves. And the reality is, is that that is not the way that it is. And once we can start to recognize the and, we take the pressure off of all of the things that we previously were putting into the or category. Now, it was this all or nothing or philosophy that was really keeping me stuck. Because the reality was, is that I'm a very, very good student. And I say that in a way that not because I'm smart, but because I'll listen to the teacher and the coach and I'll do what they tell me to do. And I was so caught up in not doing it perfect that I didn't do anything at all. In my mind, it was either perfect or it was a failure. And therefore, I didn't do anything. And it kept me completely paralyzed. It kept me overwhelmed from doing anything. And when you think that you're failing at something, why would you want to try? Sometimes you just are stuck there and you want to stay there. And that's where I was. 
So I want to remind you guys that if you're wanting to start something new, you're wanting to do something new, but you're worried that you're not going to get it all right, you're not going to get it perfect. And if you don't get it perfect or you're not going to get it all right, you're going to be a failure. I want to tell you that that is not the case. That there's going to be days where you're going to just nail it, home run, out of the park. And there's going to be days where you're going to fall on your face. And there's going to be times where you're going to do both within an hour. And expect to suck sometimes. Like, it's okay. Because that doesn't mean that you're failing. It means that you messed up and you're going to learn from it. And it's not an all or nothing success or failure. The other lesson that I learned in all of this is that I have to give myself permission to feel the feelings. So I'm a strong believer that our gifts of lessons learned are going to be dropped in our lap when we need them the most, as long as you're looking for them. And towards the tail end of this, my family and I had the opportunity to go and get away for a little bit. And I love the ocean. It's my favorite place to be. And I find myself connected to my higher power there. And I gave myself the permission to read. And I had a couple of books that were brought into my life at the time where I needed them the most. And one of them was called The Untethered Soul by Michael Singer. Now, I believe that book was brought into my life at the exact moment that it needed to in the exact order because ironically, I actually read his second book first. And in his second book, he talks about his life and how he got to where he was. And I learned that although he wanted to be in the woods meditating all day, he actually ended up running a billion dollar company. And so he kind of had some street cred to me before I ever read the book that was going to change my life, The Untethered Soul. So that was interesting. Like all of that panned out. God brought those into my life at the exact moment that I needed to. And so in The Untethered Soul, he talks about how you have to feel the feelings and then you have to be aware of the feelings and recognize them. And then you have to let them go. And what I was doing is I was feeling things that made me uncomfortable. And then as soon as I felt that, I would tell myself logically, you need to stop feeling that way. You're stronger than this. And I wouldn't let myself feel the feeling or even acknowledge what that feeling was. And what he did was gave me the gift of awareness. And so now all of a sudden I'm feeling something and I'm pausing for a moment and I'm recognizing it and I'm naming it. I'm like, that's frustration. And I give myself the permission to feel the frustration. And I literally, this is going to maybe sound silly, but I imagine that there's a drain at the bottom of my feet and that I let myself feel the feeling. And then I imagine that feeling going through my body, through my legs and out the bottoms of my feet. And I've let it go. And then I open my heart to letting myself be whatever it is that I'm supposed to be at that moment and not reserve or hold myself back. Because I know that any feelings that come into my life that are going to be unwanted, I know I can deal with. Simply by recognizing them, naming them, and giving myself the permission to feel them, and then letting it go through myself. And we don't have to pretend that we're stronger or that we don't feel things. And what Michael says is that if we continue to block or not let those feelings go through us, They kind of hold up residence in our heart and that whenever we come across something in our life that reminds us of that feeling, it just breaks open that wound even more and the whole response is exaggerated. But if you can let yourself feel the feelings and let it move through you, you are going to be better equipped to handle the things that are going to come into your life in the future that would have otherwise really set you back. And so I was able to give myself the permission to feel all these feelings and not judge myself, not blame myself, not think that I'm wimpy or 
am a hypocrite or that I'm not strong because I feel these feelings. But instead, I was able to, from a higher conscious level, recognize that it's okay to feel the feelings and those feelings do not define who I am. And that I can watch those feelings kind of come into my awareness and let them go. And so I want to encourage all of you guys to take yourself out of the blame cycle. Let yourself feel the things that you're feeling. And when you put yourself in that blame game and and you put yourself down, it's only going to make it worse. And so with compassion, with self-compassion, speaking to yourself the way that you would speak to your best friend it's okay to say to yourself, that's very normal to feel the way that you're feeling and anybody would feel the same way. But it's your choice to let it go and not let it stay with you. And so give yourself a permission to do that. Now, I would think that most of us that are listening to this podcast are going to get times in your life where you're feeling something and you can't necessarily put another label on it other than anxiety. And this has happened to me before. In fact, it happened to me just the other day at work where I accidentally missed a deadline to submit my schedule. And my schedule is important for me to get in because I have a lot of things in the fire, right? And all of a sudden, I got myself very anxious. And sometimes recognizing the feeling of anxiety and letting that go is a little bit harder for some reason, at least it is for me. And so one of the things that I was able to do is to call on the five second rule by Mel Robbins and how she talks about when we feel anxiety or nervousness, the same exact physiologic response happens in our body when we're excited. And I remember her saying in the book that, you know, your stomach's going to be in a knot and your heart's going to race and your skin might get flushed when you're nervous. But the same thing could happen when you're really excited. And you can consciously tell your mind that, no, I'm not anxious, I'm actually really excited. And you can trick your brain into actually thinking that it's excitement instead of anxiety. And so when I caught myself feeling the feelings of anxiety last week, I could tell myself, you know what? I'm excited that I found out in time. I'm excited that I'm equipped to figure out what I can do next, and it's gonna be okay. And as soon as I did that, I felt myself release that anxiety And I felt a total change in the way that I was going to approach things. Because when I was in my anxious mindset, I felt trapped. I felt like I don't know what to do. I don't know how I'm going to get past this. And I can't believe I did that and all the things, right? But as soon as I took myself to excitement, it opened up my brain to be able to receive creativity in order for me to solve the problem. And all of a sudden, I'm like, okay, well... I am going to email this person. I'm going to call this person. I'm going to sit down and I'm going to figure out these dates and I'm going to do this. And it worked out just fine. And so if you find yourself feeling anxiety, the first thing is to do is to recognize it, to be aware of it, and then let yourself believe that you're excited about whatever it is that you're experiencing and that you can't wait to prove to yourself that you can get past it. It's amazing how that works. Now, the last thing that I was able to come to the realization through this experience is that life is often taken way more seriously than it needs to be. Now, let me explain. But in doing so, I want to give you kind of an analogy. So I want you to imagine that you are your 10-year-old self and you think back and you think about how much fun it was to play games, all right? 
And life wasn't quite so serious back then. And you still had struggles, but you could definitely have fun. And now I want you to imagine that as a 10-year-old, you have the most amazing parents and they say to you, you know, we just built this rockin' obstacle course in our backyard and we did it just for you. And it is for you to go through and you only. And we hope that you have a blast. Now your parents love you and they're not going to build an obstacle course that is going to set you up to be hurt. They're going to do it so that it's fun and that you are safe. Now on this obstacle course, you can only see what's directly in front of you. You're trusting that you're not going to get hurt and the whole thing is a game. Now, your parents also remind you that this is your obstacle course and yours alone, which means that you're not competing with anyone else except for with six. Sorry, you're not competing with anyone except with yourself, which means that as you're going through the obstacle course, you might recognize that, hey, I could do this faster and you pivot and you switch it up. You drop a ball and you're like, okay, well, I'm not going to carry it that way next time. And your only competition is with yourself. And the only goal is to get through the obstacle course to prove that you can do it and to have fun along the way. Now, I want to take this obstacle course analogy and I want to compare it to our lives. You guys, God is our father and he has built this amazing obstacle course for us to go on. And he loves us beyond anything we can imagine. So there's no way that he's going to build an obstacle course that we will ever get hurt on. He knows that he has equipped us through our journey to be able to handle whatever next obstacle is in place. And if we're given a harder obstacle, it's because we've just proven that we've just gotten past the last part that has made us stronger and capable of handling the next. This obstacle course was designed for us and for us only to not be compared to anyone else. We're not competing against anyone else but ourselves and who we were the day before. And he gives us ways to be able to take lessons from the different obstacles within the course so that we can be able to meet the next challenge. And our only goal, you guys, is to get through this life, this beautiful obstacle course, while having fun and proving to ourselves that we can do it. It's meant for our enjoyment. It's meant for us to have fun. And there's going to be parts in that obstacle course that are going to be hard. But they're not meant to distract us from us getting to the end of it and be able to look back and say, dang it, I accomplished that. And it was a blast. Now, when we look at life like that, we can start to take it less seriously. We start to recognize the fact that there's going to be obstacles on this course that are going to be hard and we're going to have missteps. We're going to trip and we're going to fall or we're going to pick up a ball and we're going to accidentally drop it at the wrong time. And we have to remember that this obstacle course is a game that we're on and that we take things so seriously sometimes that we make things a much bigger deal than they have to be. Now, I can take the example of me missing the boat and not submitting my schedule for work, which could have had big implications for my business and my family. But instead, I was able to take a moment and recognize like, okay, I dropped this ball. I'm going to pick it back up and I'm going to keep going. 
And I don't exaggerate the problem into a bigger problem that it is because I know that I'm equipped for it. And then it's just a game. And then I'm going to pick up the ball and I'm going to go on the obstacle course to the next level because that's what I'm supposed to do. And I'm only equipped to know what's exactly in front of me. I'm not going to drop the ball in my obstacle course and decide to quit the game. I'm going to pick it up. I'm going to adjust and I'm going to keep going. Life is not meant to be taken so seriously. The little things that trip us up in life can knock us off of our course and they can make us not want to play the game. But it's a game. It can be fun. So pick up the ball, look ahead, and keep going. You are equipped. And the next one up ahead might be hard, but you're going to make through it. And when you get past it, you're going to look back and you're going to be so proud of yourself. And your father has been cheering you on along the entire way. That epiphany was a gift. And it's something that I'm literally closing my eyes and picturing. Anytime I'm around people that make me feel like I don't want to be there, I can't do it, or something happens and I, and I feel overwhelmed. I imagine myself on this obstacle course and I'm literally just bending over, picking up the ball and keep going. All of these things that have happened could have prevented me from keeping going. And all of this could have made me feel like a fraud. And authenticity is like literally one of my top core values. And so I knew that I had to go through this in order for me to learn the lessons that I had to in order to help you. And in my authenticity and in my transparency, I have to tell you how I got to the wisdom that I have. And I hope that it helps you know that you're not alone. And I hope you know that you can't put the people in your life up on a pedestal because none of us are perfect. But the difference in successful people and those that struggle for their whole lives is that we don't let ourselves stay there. We learn the lessons that we need to learn. We thank life for giving us those lessons and we're ready to move forward and help as many people along the way as we possibly can. Do I wish I was perfect? Sure. But life is not an or. It's an and. It is not a success or a failure. We are meant to feel the feelings and we're meant to get on our obstacle course created by our creator and have a blast along the way. So if you're stuck right now and you're ready to get over this, know that you're not alone. Know that you have somebody here that's ready to get into the muck with you who's ready to help you find the lessons and the gifts in your journey right now. If you're stuck, I want you to give yourself a high five in the sense that you must be right there ready to level up and that this is exactly what you need to build those muscles in order to do it. Congratulations for being there. If you're ready to work alongside of me on that journey in a very unconventional way that I have decided to change my life, I would love to tell you all about it. So go ahead and go to lachellewemi.com and book an appointment with me. And we can do this together and get you back on track, get you to step boldly into the life that you're meant to live, get you back in the game. And let's have a blast doing it. Thanks for listening. And if you know that you are made for more and you are tired of being held back and ready to get unstuck and step boldly into a life that you're meant to live, head on over to lachellewemi.com, request an appointment, 
and be ready for me to walk alongside of you personally to help you step boldly into the life that you are meant to live. I'll be back next week, but before you go, don't forget to hit subscribe and enjoy these imperfect outtakes.